Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This is the Burgundy and Gold Today on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. So we could throw it back to the 90s. Maybe we'd have a better product on the football field. Because this is ridiculous. It's been a Tuesday therapy session here on the Team 980 in the Odyssey app. Youngest in charge movement, Linnell Willingham, taking you up to 3 o'clock before I dish the rock to Craig Hoffman. He'll have you covered on your afternoon drive home. Coming up at about 2.15, his co-host on Odyssey's Take Command podcast, Logan Paulson, set to join the show, will officially put a bow on Eagles and Commanders from this Sunday. We'll ask him all the tough X's and O's questions about what went wrong offensively for the Commanders on Sunday. Right now, though, we're taking a big-picture look. We're taking a big-picture view of the Washington Commanders right now. I gave you the record. Ron Rivera, 15-22 and 22 since he's taken over the Washington Commanders. Nine of those 22 losses have come by 14 points or more. They have been outscored 46 to nothing in the first half of the past two weeks. At what point does something change here? Team 980 listener lines wide open, 301-230-0980. Are you confident in the direction of the Washington Commanders moving forward? Let's go to AP, who's in Greenbelt, wants to tap in. What's going on, AP? Yo, yo, Linnell, what it do? I'm doing, brother. I'm doing. Hey, man, look, I'm going to be quick. Sorry for my background. I'm sitting by the waterfall. No, you good. You're hey, good. but look. Man, mediocrity, man. That's all it is. Mediocrity. And we done had three years and three games this year to see what Ron's going to bring to the table. Like, we're showing no signs of improvement, no signs of optimism. It's like we're not even, like, trending upward. We're trending backwards. Like, our, our defense – and the whole team looked like a JV squad. Like, for real, like, what are we doing? And, you know, I mean, okay, we get to the playoffs, then what? We're going to be stuck with Ron. We're going to be probably stuck with Wentz. But we know what we got in Wentz. Like, Wentz, and no disrespect to him, you know, I, I, you know, shout out to him. I mean, you know, I hope he possibly have whatever down the road, but not <laughs> hit. Like, we, we, need, we need a future talent at the helm. Like, just looking at him in the pocket and how slow he was moving, I'm like, yeah, I mean, then I'm, I'm looking at, like, the talent around the league and how strong the arm is and the accuracy and the speed, agility, all that. Like, 
it's like we playing build a bed quarterback. Like we got a little bit in Heineke, we got a little bit in Wentz, we got a little bit in, in, in uh, my other my other guy from North Carolina. It's like if we have a successful season, we're gonna be right back where we started. So honestly, and this is loser talk, and I don't mean it, but I would rather just lose out if it means. I don't blame you for saying that, AP. I don't blame you for saying that. I appreciate the call. I don't I don't blame anybody for saying that. Because let's be realistic. And this is the point I've been trying to prove. Let's be realistic. AP says that look, our best hope might be losing out. So we can have sweeping changes from the top down. We need it. We need it. How can you continue to watch a guy who's never picked personnel before? pick personnel, and then pick the wrong damn personnel at that. How long can you watch it? We've already seen two and a half years of it. At what point, at what point do we draw the line? At what point is enough enough? There's no reason, no reason things should be the way that they are right now. Every problem that exists with this football team Every single problem that exists with this football team starts from the top. So while we want to talk about coaches and and, and lack of talent and the product on the field, it all starts at the top. One guy picked the talent. One guy is going to be held responsible for picking the talent. Let me rephrase what I said. But at some point, enough's got to be enough. You're 15 and 22. 15 and 22 here. You have yet to finish over 500. And you're two seasons here at the helm. And barring something unforeseen, you're not going to finish over 500 this year. Nine of the 22 losses that you've suffered have come by 14 points or more. A lot of the time, you aren't even competitive. You have been outscored 46 to zero in the first half in the past two weeks. Yet I have to listen to you in press conferences talk about how you're trying to grow and develop, guys. Matt, do we have that ready? This is Ron Rivera yesterday talking to the D.C. media about the issues on this football team. Well, I I think really it's just assimilating to him and him assimilating to what we do. I mean, we understand some of the things that he does. He does really well, and and we try to feature those things in our offense. Um, I don't, you know, it's, it's difficult to explain, but when you watch the tape and we see it, I mean, I know, you know, we know the things that have to be corrected. We know who to talk to. We know the players that we've got to talk to. Okay, and then us as coaches talk about things that we can do with protections to help a little bit more. Okay, those are all things that, 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 that we're working on right now. I mean, it's, 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 it's not as if we didn't look at the tape and we didn't know that a three-step beats some pressure sometimes or that you run a bubble screen to get it out on a zero blitz, stuff like that. I mean, those are things that we know, those things that we, we worked on, those things that we tried at some point in the game. And I think the thing that, you know, that, 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 that's really difficult for me is that if I do make an issue of something, then, and in all honesty, some of you will make it a bigger issue. And that's what I don't need because I'm trying to get our guys to understand what we're trying to do. Can we stop okay, this for a second? Understand Let me tell who- you what I need, Ron Rivera. I need victories. I need the product on the field to improve. This team has regressed ever since you've taken over. This team has regressed, took a step back last year. And through the first three weeks, you've taken another step back. We, we, we can continue with going from that spot right there. It's Ron Rivera talking to the D.C. media yesterday. Because I'm trying to get our guys to understand what we're trying to do. 
okay, and get them to understand that they have to play, but they know that. But just understanding what we're trying to do is important. And what I have to do also, I'm not going to get out here and start calling players out. You know, I mean, they know, they understand, they get it. Can we pause that? Can you play the comments from Ron Rivera last, I believe it was a week and a half ago? Ron Rivera on Jamin Davis. Well, he had a little inconsistency. And, and again, as a young guy, he's going to learn and grow. But, you know, hey, we're running out of time as far as that's concerned. we got to go out and we got to be consistent. The you continual, he's gotta, he's gotta the contradicting, the contradictions is what's got me frustrated with how Ron Rivera has handled the media. Like I said, this all comes from the top down. Yes, you'd be getting asked different questions if the product on the field was better, but you're now at a point where you're putting your foot in your mouth at every turn you get. You've now reached a point to where your media availabilities don't matter. Because what do you really? What, what information are you really divulging to us? Nothing. And I understand that's the whole point of this stuff. Is to it's coach speak, but at some point, at some point, people respect honesty. You want fans to start coming back out to the stadium? Be honest in a press conference. The product on the field isn't changing anytime soon. It looks like the least you can do is be transparent with people. This isn't Carolina. People pay attention to your media availabilities. You can't say one thing one day and then go back and contradict yourself the next. You can. You, you sure as hell can. You just won't have respect and credibility from people who matter. That, that's what happens when you continue to do stuff like that. Can we let the rest of that roll? Ron Rivera on, on, on the assimilation of Carson Wentz to the offense yesterday. Because I'm trying to get our guys to understand what we're trying to do. Okay, and get them to understand that they have to play, but they know that. But just understanding what we're trying to do is important. And what I have to do also, I'm not going to get out here and start calling players out. You know, I mean, they know, they understand, they get it. They've, they've heard from their coaches today. Shoot, I sat in most of those meetings. Went from one to the other and just listened. You know, and these are things that we're working on to fix. It's a young group of guys that are out there. There's some veteran guys that made some mistakes too. Young guys as well that have to learn and grow. Well, that's what we're working to do. This is year three. This is year three. It's not time to learn, grow, and develop. It's time to produce on Sundays. That's what matters at this point. That's what matters. It's not about growth and development. And at that point, you're once again putting your foot in your mouth by another personnel move you made on Sunday. Rashad Wild Goose has been a member of this team for about three weeks, four weeks. Yet your starting cornerback goes down. You don't call up Danny Johnson or Corn Elder from the practice squad, two guys that you're taking up spots on the practice squad with, two guys that you have supposed to groom and develop. No, no, no. Rashad Wild Goose gets the start. They remain inactive. The whole issue I have is like, what, what's going on here? If that's not contradicting yourself, then I don't know what is. Then I don't know what is. You got two guys. One guy that started and played significant snaps for you last year. You have an injury in the secondary, and you'd rather go with youth because you're trying to develop guys. Makes no sense. You can know football. You can not know football. That just doesn't make sense. 301-230-0980. Are you confident in the direction of the Washington Commanders right now? Ron Rivera is 15-22. and 22. Since he's taken over here, nine of those 22 losses have come by 14 points or more. Are you confident 
in the direction of the Washington Commanders moving forward. Let's go to Dwayne, who's in D.C. Hey, how you doing? I'm good, man. How are you? Look, of course not. I'm not confident. They're done. You can tell. Three quick points and I'm gone. The offensive line, they look old, fat, and slow. Uh, number two, we're not going to win any games in our division. Yes, I said it. And number three, of course, everybody sees it. They're just like Ron. No energy, stand on the sideline. I've never seen a coach forget or, or throw the flag late. Thank you. I've never seen it. They lose on the challenge, but I've never seen a coach slow in throwing the challenge. You have a good day. Yeah, I appreciate your call, my man. It is, it is exhausting. It is exhausting sometimes to get up here and try to get to the bottom of a lot of what's been going on with this franchise. But I do know this. I do know this. Time is ticking. Whether, whether or not we want to talk about it or not, time is ticking with this group. Time is 110% ticking with this group. They got a must-win game on Sunday against the Dallas Cowboys. We are four weeks into the season, and we've already reached must-win territory. If that doesn't tell you exactly where this team is right now, then I don't know what the hell will. Team 980 listener lines wide open, 301-230-0980. Are you confident in the direction of the Washington Commanders moving forward? We'll get to more of your calls next, right here on the Team 980 in the Odyssey app. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is the Burgundy and Gold Today. Dalton gets set. Chase Young got him. On the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. you gonna need three promoters. I got the body from Jamelis, but I have switched the motor. I got the bats riding around this, they all the coders. Yeah. I just told him make the story. Yeah. I just bought all the Trojans. Yeah. Yeah. Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Youngest in charge movement, Linnell Willingham, taking you up to 3 o'clock. Before we dish the rock to Craig Hoffman in the Hoffman Show, he'll take you on your afternoon drive home. But before we do that, we got business to get to the bottom of. I promised y'all. I promised y'all as soon as we started today. I was not going to leave until I accurately took the temperature of this Washington Commanders fan base. Team 980 listener lines wide open. I got to stop saying that. 
because they're not wide open. They're not. If you're on the line trying to call into the show right now, be patient. It's a lot of people on hold right now. Let's go out to Corey who wants to tap in. Corey, Ron Rivera is 15-22 and 22 as the head coach of the Washington Commanders. Nine of those 22 losses have come by 14 points or more. Are you confident in the direction of the Washington Commanders? Well, Lamel, I, I trust Jabba Hutt to lead a weight loss class, um, an arsonist to lead my fire department, uh, Michael Irvin to stay off the powdered donuts, uh, Jack Del Rio to behave at a Capitol riot, and probably drinking drinks with Jim Jones before I believe in the confidence and the direction of where Ron Rivera is taking our boys. Um, this is – it's excuses after excuses. Um, I, I trust Kirk Cousins on Monday Night Football before <laughs> then. I know Anthony's on the back, friend. But um, the, the excuses that he's making, and, and he's blaming on the media, kind of like what he did in his first season. He's like, well, you guys are going to take it wrong. How do you prove me, prove me wrong? Shut me up. That's what you're supposed to do. You put, you, you're pushing round holes in the square peg. Um, and, and, you know, it, I just get sick and tired of going through this cycle of being hopeful, saying, hey, maybe they're going to get it right, but you, you're in it, he's inept. He, there's no other word to describe Ron Rivera. He is inept. It's always an excuse. It's not I did this wrong. It's always the players did this. Now, I always believe it's players and coaches, but he never, ever calls out his coaches. He never calls out Jack. The only reason why he called him out is, well, we're going to have to look at it, and I'll talk to Jack about that. No, Jack, you got to coach better. Scott, you got you to you gotta scheme up better. Because this is ridiculous. Like Paul, they always say, shotgun, shotgun, shotgun. If I see a shotgun anymore, I'm going to be drunk because I didn't took too many shots to, with my gun. With <laughs> the liquor up in there, man. That's all I'll say. But, hey, we, we're in trouble, bro. We're in trouble. And I have not felt this hopeless in a long time. And now you got Dallas coming up here. It's Dallas week. And, you know, they're going to have the white powder line for Michael Irvin. You know, he's going to be ashy-lipped and sweating <laughs> on first take all week because of us. But, L, I love you, bro. Keep doing your thing. Hey, like I said, on the warfare after, after on Mondays, we call it the Monday after pill. And we need a dose of it. We need about two doses of it right now. So, but I love you, brothers. Y'all stay good. Hey, I appreciate the call, my man. Look, that's 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 how you bring it. That's how you come hot and heavy. And let it all hang out. Because at this point, we need each other more than we need to watch the commanders right now. They're not doing anything to ease our concerns. They're not doing anything to make me feel better about the product that's on the field. At this point in time, because I haven't even answered the question that I've posed out to you all. At this point in time, as we sit here three weeks into the season, getting ready to enter week four, it's Cowboys week. And I'll be completely honest with you. I don't have confidence in this group moving forward. And I'll be completely honest with you. It has really nothing to do with just the past two weeks. The past two weeks are just a microcosm of what's been going on with this football team. This dates back to last year. Hell, this even dates back to when he first took over the job. You were given complete autonomy of this football team. It's supposed to be a coach-centric approach, correct? God rest his soul. Nobody put a gun to your head and told you to draft Chase Young. Because Dwayne Haskins, you should have known from the season prior, was not the guy. There was no loyalty to Dwayne Haskins. That's where Ron Rivera first messed up at. If I'm going to come into a new situation and have a coach-centric approach 
and everything is going to live and die by the decisions I make, the first order of business I'm having is going and getting the quarterback that I want. It wouldn't have took me till year three to get the quarterback that I want. And we had to listen all offseason last year to us talk about how we almost got Matt Stafford, about how we almost got Russell Wilson. I'm done with almost. I'm done with we almost did this. I'm done with we almost did that. At this point in time, it is win or go home. Win or shut the hell up, quite frankly. We played you some of the audio from the press conference yesterday. I can't sit and listen to him contradict himself on a day-in, day-out basis. It's sickening. Team 980 listener lines wide open, 301-230-0980. Are you confident in the direction of the Washington Commanders moving forward? Let's go to Greg, who's in Sterling, was tapping. What's going on, Greg? Ever see a hamster on a hamster wheel? <laughs> Doesn't matter how fast they pedal. They... Oh, he dropped. We lost you. Look, I appreciate the analogy, my man. Let's go to let's go to Cliff. Cliff. Cliff, I know you got something for me, man. Yeah, I got something to say. I don't know if you were just listening to the um press conference that you just had on, but am I correct? Did I hear Ron Rivera say he's not about to come in and call plays? Because if that was the case, he shouldn't have never been hired. I took my chances with old man Bill Callahan. At least I would have had Kevin O'Connell calling offensive plays, and we didn't already lost three or four young coaches already going to other teams, and they winning. And on that defense, um, as far as the draft, no disrespect to Jahan Dotson, but we had a chance to get Kyle Hamilton, Jordan Davis, N'Kobe Dean, or whoever. We didn't do neither one. Yet we traded back with the Saints and lost all three of the major players that we could have got. Heck, we had enough wide receivers, and they will lose this Sunday, and next Sunday, I hate to say it, they're going to lose to Malik Willis because Tannehill's going to get benched. I'll sit back and listen. Hey, I appreciate the call, Cliff. As always, I will say this. I can't flaw this team for what they did in the, in, in the NFL draft this past spring. When we go back and look at this draft class, a year or two from now, that trade down that we made with the New Orleans Saints may end up going down as the best trade that was made during the draft. Not only do you get Jahan Dotson, you end up with Cole Turner, and you end up with Brian Robinson, who we're all itching, itching to see in the backfield. So I know we haven't been you know, in total agreement with all the things Ron Rivera has done. I will say this. I love the way this front office handled the draft this past year. I really do. Team 980 listener lines wide open, 301-230-0980. We got Greg back, who's in Sterling. What's happening? What's going on, Greg? You, uh, you ever see a hamster on a hamster wheel? <laughs> yes, I have, buddy. No matter, no matter how fast they pedal, they get nowhere? Yep. Well, you talk about direction. You know, the problem is this team hasn't had a direction for, the, say, the past 20, 30 years. Mm. And it's a three-part failure, ownership, coaching, and players. And I think a main part of it is intangibles. The intangibles stink, and they've stunk for the past 20 or 30 years. This team is flailing, it's floundering, it's going nowhere. And uh, no matter how fast it pedals, it's not going to go anywhere. Mediocrity is the best we can hope for with this whole regime starting from the top. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, I appreciate you, my man. Let's go to Jim, who's in D.C. wants to tap in before we hit the break. What's going on, Jim? Thanks for letting me in. Thanks for letting me in. 
Hey, Dallas game last night. If anybody watched that Dallas game last night, as much as we hate them, are they are, are they coached well or not? Because they are to us. It looks like their their talent is equivalent to ours, but they play faster. There's there's their their pass rush is is, is more. It's way more fierce. They're, they're pass blocking. They got a rookie starting on left tackle. They look like um, night and day compared to us, and yet we can't coach our team up like their coaches, and they're telling us no better. What is going on with that? Hey, I appreciate the call, my man. Look, you're, you're asking questions that if I had the answers to, I'd have a hell of a lot more money than I do right now because the way this thing is looked – and, and, and I love when we, when we like to compare ourselves to the other teams within the division. Because as much as we hate on them, we should be following them. We should be following the lead of Jerry Jones and the Dallas Cowboys. Because guess what? Guess what? They've had more success than we've had over the past decade, over the past 20 years. The Philadelphia Eagles have ruled the NFC East during my lifetime. So while we sit here and we clap our hands for – seven and 10, and we buy into Cinderella stories like Taylor Heineke, at some point, man, I'm tired of being the Cinderella story. I want to be Goliath. I want to be the team that's feared. I don't want to be the team that other teams circle on their, on, their, on their calendar and schedule when it comes out in the spring. At some point, at some point, enough has to be enough. And that's where I'm at with this regime. Ron Rivera and company. I gave you the numbers. 15 and 22. 15 and 22 since he's taken over. Nine of the 22 losses have come by 14 points or more. You've been outscored 46 to nothing in the first half in the past two weeks. At some point, someone has to be held accountable. There's got to be changes to personnel or something. I can't continue to watch the same product be put out on the field over and over and over again. We got to take a quick timeout. When we come back, we'll continue to run through your calls here. The question is simple. Are you confident in the direction of the Washington Commanders after what you've seen the first three weeks of the season? Don't go anywhere. This is the Team 980. This is the Burgundy and Gold Today. The glory in stride for the first down. On the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. One, two, three, three. Team 980 and always streaming live on the free Odyssey app. Burgundy and Gold today, the best Washington Commanders coverage in town. Expert analysis, fan reaction, and the biggest names in Burgundy and Gold history. Got about another half hour left with you all before we dish the rock to the Hoffman Show. He'll take you on your afternoon drive home. Right now, though, we're still trying to get to the bottom of this thing. I promised I would take the temperature of this Washington Commanders fan base before we got out of here today. After what we've seen through three weeks of play, and really in the last three seasons, Ron Rivera, 15-22 and 22 as the head coach of the Washington Commanders. Nine of those 22 losses have come by 14 points or more. Are you confident in the direction of the Washington Commanders? Let's go to Ali who wants to tap in. What's going on, Ali? Two. He dropped. Aaron and Clinton, what's happening? What's going on, Aaron? 
Hey, what's going on, man? Thanks for taking my call. You know, I'm definitely confident in the direction that we're going and which is in last place. You know, when we think about this coach, you know, um, I'm glad that he's cured from cancer. But, you know, just think about it. You know, in the game, we're down 20-plus points. He kicks a field goal. And then when he kicks the field goal, there's a penalty. He takes the field goal off the scoreboard. Why did he kick this, the field goal? And then we ran the ball in for the touchdown, and it's and it's killing. It's eating up the clock. You know, as a fan, we just have to be true to ourselves. Here we are. We're one and two. We have 14 games left for this coach to finish 500 which anyone with any sense, with any eyes, with any mind knows that we're not going to finish 500 in these remaining 14 games. I mean, it, 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 this is horrible, man. It's, it's, it's a very difficult time to be a fan. Thank you. Hey, I, I, I appreciate your call, and I, I feel you. I'm a fan just like you guys are. The most frustrating part of all of this is the expectations that they put on themselves internally heading into this season. All we heard all offseason long was year three was supposed to be the year that this team took a sizable jump forward, right? That's what we all heard this offseason. That's what Ron Rivera and company told us. Any chance they got the opportunity to be in front of a microphone. Right now, as we sit here at one and two, 14 games remaining. If you look on the schedule here, how many games are you circling and guaranteeing and saying, hey, look, I think – I think we should be favored in that. I think we should win this football game. Not a lot. Not a lot. You got Chicago on a Thursday night. A winnable football game for you. Hell, this Sunday is a winnable football game for you. Against a backup quarterback. You got the Tennessee Titans on October 9th. Another winnable football game for you. Outside of that, though, you're hoping you sneak one in against the Colts? You're hoping you steal one from Atlanta? I mean, seriously, as we sit here with 14 games left, why should I be optimistic about the future of this group based on the performance I've seen from them in the past two weekends? What reason for optimism is there? We're regressing. And that's the big issue that I've had with this football team is that we have regressed ever since 2020 when it took a winning streak to get into the postseason. We've regressed since then. I gave you the number earlier. Washington right now, the only team in the National Football League that is bottom five in offensive and defensive DVOA. The only team in the league right now who is bottom five in both of those key metrics. The whole thing about it is when you go up to the podium and talk and plead and try to call guys out, that doesn't help improve the results on Sunday. Wins and losses is what you are measured by. Not about how nice of a person you are. Not about how well you handle adversity. Your success in this league is predicated off of wins and losses. And right now, if we're evaluating Ron Rivera strictly on that, how can you possibly say that he's done enough to continue to move forward as the head coach of this football team? 15 and 22. And I don't want to be the guy who completely writes off the rest of the year after three straight games, after three weeks. I don't want to be that guy. But we're at a point right now where you're regressing. On paper, which is all we can look at things at right now, is on paper. 
on paper, you shouldn't go in and beat Dallas. Dallas is a team that's better than you right now, flat out on paper. Just as Philadelphia was this past Sunday when the Tennessee Titans come to town next weekend on October 9th. Are you better than them? At some point, you have to look yourself in the mirror and be realistic with what you have. And I completely understand, and I'm thankful for Ron Rivera, because sometimes sometimes the guy that you hire isn't meant to get you to the promised land. Sometimes guys act as a bridge, just like starting quarterbacks in this league. Taylor Heineke was never going to be the long-term solution here in Washington. Carson Wentz is probably not going to be the long-term solution here in Washington. It's a bridge. And right now, maybe that's what Ron Rivera is for this franchise, a bridge. You hire him to come in here and make you a professional organization, a respected public figure and public face throughout the National Football League, somebody that has a no-nonsense approach, that's fine. You challenged him with coming in and changing the culture. I can say you've done that through two seasons and three games. You have changed the culture. But at some point, we got to get somebody in here who is going to improve the product on the field. And right now, I don't think Ron Rivera is the guy for that. I don't think this coaching staff is the staff for that. And it's not like this is a three-game sample size we're working with. You can go back to last year. You can go back to last year. But there were multiple times throughout the season where you just were not competitive. You just flat out weren't competitive. It's the third year running the same scheme offensively and defensively. Yet we're still seeing inexplicable mistakes inexcusable mistakes. We've reached a point right now where Sunday against the Dallas Cowboys, this is a must-win football game. Call it what you want. Jay Gruden coined it the code red game. This is my code red game this Sunday against the Dallas Cowboys because if you can't beat that team, then who can you beat? If you can't beat a team with a backup quarterback, then who are you going to beat? Everyone projected this team to win nine to ten football games this year, not because of the talent on the field, strictly based off of the opponents that we were facing and the quarterbacks that we were going to have to face. That's the problem right there. That's it. Because I believe this coaching staff subscribed to that same theory, which is why we saw them make no additions this offseason. You gave up the most passing touchdowns in football last year at 34, and you brought in no secondary help. You were one of the worst defenses in the National Football League on third down. You knew your starting defensive end was going to be out at least the first month of the season, yet you signed nobody. You allowed two key depth pieces on your football team to walk away for nothing, yet we're surprised about the lack of depth on the interior defensive line. We shouldn't be surprised at anything. This is the results that you get after you sit on your hands all offseason. This is what happens to you. This is what happens to you. Anybody out there trying to lose weight, myself included, how do you expect to lose weight if you don't work out? How do you expect to lose weight if you don't change your diet? The Washington Commanders are still getting fat on all the bad stuff. When year three was supposed to be the year, they should drop 20 pounds. You can use all the analogies and phrases there are in the book. The bottom line is, 15 and 22 is not acceptable, no matter how you slice it. Let's go to Derek who wants to tap in. What's going on, Derek? 
Uh, I just wanted to say, yeah, yeah, I just wanted to say, uh, it is week three, right? One hundred ten. And we do have, we got, we got fourteen, we got fourteen more games. I think you said right. Yes, I was waiting. So I, I, was I don't waiting. understand. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't, I don't understand why we are panicking when we beat the Jaguars. Everybody was was high on us, even though you know Carson threw some bad throws and you know everybody was high on us. Then we lose to another good team, which is Detroit in Detroit. Then we play Philly. No, 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 Derek. Hold on one second, Derek. There's a difference between losing. There's a difference between losing and getting blanked 46 to nothing and back-to-back straight halves. That, That's bro, not just I'm losing. Saying, listen, though, you come on here, bro, and I hear you. I'm, I'm listening to you almost every day. But you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you come in here, man, you give these guys a hard time as if you are coaching, as if you can do a better job than Ron Rivera and, uh, and, and Jack Del Rio. None of us can. Let's just go ahead and let these guys figure it out because we are going to beat Dallas this Sunday. I believe it. Now, Cooper Rush, he can't. He can beat. Maybe he can beat uh, the Giants I in New this. York. But then he, then how how's he want to? How's he want to beat Carson Wentz? Two division games back to back. I don't see it. We're going to wake up. We're going to figure it out. Everybody need to calm down. Derek Chase Young will be back, and he's going to make a big difference. So you know, what I'm saying but we got a lot of fake fans out there, man. Let's just keep going. It's only week three. May I ask you a question, Calm Derek? Down. May I ask you a question, Derek? And I, and I love your call, okay. and I love all the points you made, and I appreciate you always tapping in with us. Based off of what you've seen the last two weeks, what reason do you have to be confident about this football team moving forward? Based off what because, you've seen okay. in the last eight quarters of work. Okay, let me see. Okay, we had our rookie that we just drafted. came in, and he what, got three touchdowns over, 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 over three weeks. Okay, he had a bad game last week. We didn't really, we didn't even get Carson to Carson went to time because we got bum-rushed. Now, let's offensive line, let's, we got to step up on the offensive line, which is true. If we give my man some, some time to make the throws, then he could probably make the throws. And we didn't, I don't even know who Wild Goose is. We got a dude named Goose on our team. You know what I'm saying? We, 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 uh, William Jackson didn't even play last week. That was a game-time decision, wasn't it? We wasn't even healthy on that side of on the football, man. Guess what, Derek? We got a long This is the season. National Football League. Nobody's healthy right now. Everybody's dealing with yeah, injuries. Right. Dallas is it, missing, so Dallas is missing their starting quarterback. Yet they're still well, finding a way yeah. to win games. Why right. can't we? Okay, but it's only week two. Who do they beat? They beat the Bengals who were struggling, right? They beat the Bengals who, who just probably found their week against the Jets. Against the Jets. And who else they beat? The Giants? Come on, man. You know what I'm saying? We, could, we probably could beat the Giants. We ain't played them yet. We played the best team in our division, which is the Philadelphia Eagles. Okay, they are very strong. They are very talented. Okay, now we got another division game back-to-back. This is the game we get right. This is the game we wake up. You know what I'm saying? Derek, I appreciate the the call, my man. Look, it's a difference between losing and not being competitive. What they rolled out on the field Sunday against Philadelphia, they were not competitive. They have gotten blanked 46 to nothing in the first half in the past two weeks. Yet I'm supposed to have reasons to be optimistic? I understand I'm a fan just like you guys are. But at some point, you have to be realistic. At some point, you have to be realistic. We all have the expectations. We, meaning us as the fans, and the guys in the building internally, Ron Rivera and company, had expectations for this team to be a double-digit winning football team. Nine to ten wins was supposed to be the floor. Was supposed to be the floor for this group. Doesn't look like they're going to get to nine or ten wins based off how they played the last two weekends. Let's go to Keith before we hit the break real quick. What's going on, Keith? Hey, I'm sorry. Uh, Thanks for taking my call. Uh, I don't. That's that's the problem with our fan base. We are delusional because I don't understand what he looking at on TV to say this. 
this team going to do anything. You keep going back the, the last three years. It's the last 20 years of this nonsense. It's, it's nothing he can look on this TV and say we, gonna, we got confidence in beating Dallas. We can't beat nobody. What team are y'all looking at? Uh, this this the, the delusional stuff that Daniel Snyder keep getting away with. These delusional fans keep supporting this guy when the product is terrible. We the only team in the NFL got the lowest fan base in the stadium. That's why they put us on at one o'clock so we they can hurry up and get us off the TV. He keep they keep the fans keep thinking like we are elite team. We are a, we are bottom feeders. We can't even beat the Browns. We can We hope we keep talking about going in there beating teams. We we need to be worried about who. Gonna, everybody can beat us for right now. Every year our season end is in September. We go no further than September, and I I'm not gonna keep blaming the coaches. No players want to come here. When when y'all gonna realize that? No players want to come here. The players that's here, they want to get out of here. Until they change the culture down over there, we're going to constantly keep doing this nonsense. Thank you for taking my call. Hey, I appreciate you very, very much. Keep calling with passion and energy. I'm all for it, man. 301-230-0980. We got to hit a quick timeout. When we come back, maybe we'll get to talk to the host of the Afternoon Drive Show, get his opinion on all this. What is your confidence level in the Washington Commanders moving forward for the rest of this season? That's the, the question is uber simple today. 15 and 22 under Ron Rivera. Nine of the 22 losses have come by 14 points or more. You've been shut out 46 to nothing in the first half the past two games. When is enough going to be enough? More of your calls next right here on the Team 980 in the Odyssey app. This is the Burgundy and Gold Today. Redskins are the world champions. On the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Like giving your fame away, what's wrong with you? I sit in a box where the owners do. A boss is a road that I've grown into. I love you to death, but I told you the truth. I can't just be with you. <sighs> Time to sigh and breathe easy. The voice of reason has entered the studio for us here today because clearly. Wait, I gotta do that? I'm just some angry man. <laughs> well, some things never change. <laughs> How are you, Craig? I'm tired, bro. Yeah. Losing, so losing is an energy sap. Uh, I recorded, we, Logan and I recorded earlier for the pod that'll be out tomorrow morning. We went through every single sack in detail. And uh, it's not good. It's not good. You don't get to nine without everybody screwing up. Yep. Can I can I say this? Can I ask you a little bit more about this? Get a peek into tomorrow's sure. podcast that drops wherever you get your podcast at. Odyssey's Take Command podcast, Craig Hoffman and Logan Paulson. Great podcast. I've went through and watched the first half. I have not watched the second half yet mm-hmm. of uh, last weekend's game. Haven't even watched any All-22 yet. Just came out this morning, I believe. Yeah, it's out. Without spoiling too much of the podcast, if you had to give a percentage out of 100, Carson Wentz, offensive line, Scott Turner, how would you divvy up that pie? I mean, Obviously, now three and 100 is a bad math number. Uh. Yeah, the, you tend to get some weird decimals <laughs> and Linnell, if I were to go into the arithmetic, no. Um, it's it's pretty even. Um, God, that's a, it's, a, it's a hard question. Here's why, right? Because rather than trying to give you numbers that'll, that would make a good headline, right. I'll give you insight that's actually insightful. 
right? If any three of those are better, you have a significantly better outcome. And so it's really hard. Like a lot of plays are... They, it's third and five. They run a version of mesh, which is their favorite play they on third mesh. and five. Uh, and so because of that, it's fairly predictable. Philly jumps on it. Their, the receivers are pretty well covered. The rush is really good, but not exceptional. So Carson's got like three seconds hard to throw. And if he can get the ball out on time with a different concept where someone's open, uh, then it's you're not dealing with the sack also, if uh, the rush or if the pass pro holds up longer, he's not sacked at three seconds. But also, Carson does a bad job of anticipating, and so the ball doesn't come out at three seconds when it might otherwise could have. Uh, there's also a fourth factor of receivers, yeah, not necessarily yeah. uncovering. There's two sacks in particular where if the back gets out faster. Uh, including the first one, I actually made a discovery. You know, Logan and I combined and probably watched the first the sack where thirty-five Gibson goes times. To the flat. Uh, no, Curtis is actually so. Okay. The first play, uh, the first third down is it looks like they're running mesh, but Logan actually thinks upon watching it again because of this observation I made that it, it's a version of mesh that actually is kind of a pseudo screen because Curtis is actually the back. Curtis isn't staying in a pass protect. Right. So what it looks like someone runs the wrong route and there's no one over the ball, but realistically it feels like they're actually trying to widen everybody out, slip Curtis through, dunk the ball to him, and let him turn up field with as much space in the middle of the field as possible. Curtis gets caught up getting out. He's not available. Carson never gets the ball out. So there's like all kinds of stuff, and stuff is made worse by the fact that like Carson's ball security costs them a sack. Carson can't run anymore, and there's definitely running lanes. And, and so... You know, the, the Carson's mental clock also prevents some of this stuff. His pocket awareness, where he moves in the pocket. So it's just, it's like all three slash four of those, if you count the receivers, they're definitively last on the list. All of those things come together to get you to nine. And if you don't, like if any one of those is better, you you don't get to nine because the only way to get to nine is for everything to kind of suck. Real quick before we get, I get got to get out of here. Carson's mental clock is something that I've been so fascinated with because I know when quarterbacks get hit early and often the way he did, it sometimes could speed up that mental clock in his head, and it didn't seem like it did that for him at all. No, Carson. I think Carson's fatal flaw in that department when it in games where it's really bad, and, and this is something where like. I will push back on your doomsday a little bit. And it's like he could throw for 300 yards this week. Like the roller coaster has ups and downs. And what makes Carson such a unique experience is the ups are really high and the lows are really low. And so it feels awful. And when it's low, it feels like it can never get high. And when it's high, it's like there's no way he's ever going to play that bad again. He figured it out. And because we <laughs> had the high first without ever experiencing the low, people are like, whoa, this is terrible. That's such a perfect. Yeah. And so. Yes. The thing with him on that front, though, is like he's got a long motion, and so it takes a little longer. And he always thinks that there's something available down the field, and so he's always trying to hit the home run. And if he would just be like, like this is what Brady and Rogers do so well. It's like it's dead. I'm going to the back right now. And if he would right now to his checkdown more often, the thing that drove us nuts with Kirk back in the day or Alex as opposed to waiting for the big play to develop, then he would get sacked a lot less. Well, 
Find out more of the autopsy of Carson Wentz in this commander's offense. Three to six, the Hoffman Show's got you covered on your afternoon drive home. I'm back in with you tomorrow, solo 12 to three. Doc and Scott back on Thursday. It's been fun. Get back, that's the part of success. If you believe in the S, you'll be relieving your stress. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.